Do you fear the zombie uprising? Are you prepared to survive what's coming? If you listen very carefully, you might just make it out alive. This is Zompocalypse Now. Folks at home, you have will not be listening to the four-hour discussion about fortune cookies that preceded this. It wasn't four hours. It was ten, five minutes. Well, it wasn't, like wasn't even wasn't even five minutes. It just seemed like hours. Oh. Well, uh, given the show we're watching, I think that could be kind of fun because every turn something. Pop yes. open that fortune cookie. What's it say? That's probably going to happen, actually. Yeah. <laughs> well, and in terms of conversations on this show, everybody in this show does a really great job of digressing into like uh-huh. side channels of what they're talking like about. Last last week, we didn't all necessarily work necessarily on top of our game. No, no. There's um, something about last week's episode. We were all just a little off. Next yeah. week, next time I'm sick. I will not take the NyQuil before you guys arrive. So, for those of you who, who aren't aware, Dustin actually texted me and said, did I say anything during the podcast? And I said, yes. Because I have no memory of saying anything during the podcast. You really did. Which is yeah. funny because I've been catching up on Lucifer, and it was the episode where she went out and ended up getting drunk with the girls. Mm-hmm. There was that half hour, and she knew exactly when that half hour was. Right. Like blacking out, which is apparently when she agreed to be roommates. Wow. <laughs> I'm missing half hour. <laughs> yeah, never go drinking with a demon. It's pretty much always a good idea. <laughs> Have you seen this? Look, wait, stop. Stop. Unmute. Unmute, dick. We're going to be talking about Alien Covenant tonight. Uh, yeah, so we will, we'll have a, the, we're reviewing the final episode of Santa Clarita Diet. Um, hey, I said Santa Clarita, now I can't do it. <laughs> Chlamydia? Santa Clarita Diet, which is a different show. Santa Clarita Diet. Starring, starring Drew Barrymore and Timothy O'Reilly. That's a piece of his face behind the ice cream. Oh, God, yeah. So many great lines tonight. We are watching, we are reviewing the final episode of Santa Clarita Diet. Of season one. There, of season was, one. Uh, it, there is a season two coming, which is very exciting. We're very happy about that. And then we are also tonight, um, not part of this particular episode, but what we are recording another episode of Apocalypse Now, where we will be explaining what went terribly wrong with Alien Covenant, all the mm-hmm. things. But we will talk about that, uh, like I said, on a in separate a, episode. In a later time. Uh, so instead, the episode tonight, because there's a theme 
we've noticed in some of the titles of the episodes, because the episode is Baca, Pile, and Baseball Bats. Mm-hmm. So that vomit theme is <laughs> back. It's back. <laughs> Once more with ooh, ooh, feeling. Uh, <laughs> How'd they go again, Tim? Was that with the bucket or without the bucket? <laughs> Rear head. Yeah. So, um, Portia de Rossi arrives. Oh, my God. <laughs> and she's the ca- same character from Better Off Ted. Right. She's exactly the same, completely incapable of understanding human emotions, except in a purely sort of... She was like that in Ally McBeal, too. Analytical way. Yeah, but she was really, really funny in Better Off Ted, mm-hmm. and she's really funny here. Uh, but she uh, she shows up. But, well, actually, no. First, we have to talk about the discussion of what if this doesn't work. Oh, right. So, well, first, we have to talk about Eric's uh, <laughs> PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> on, I was on really excited uh, because for you to see this episode, Tim, because mm-hmm. I know how much you love Eric, and he really shines. Oh, yes. He's yes. come out of his shell finally. He has admitted he has no friends. Yes. But <laughs> <laughs> he's embracing everything he is. He went a little far with the, with the PowerPoint yes, presentation. Yes, very cute. <laughs> Until the very end. But it's like... So it's basically, it's, he's, he's showing this, this presentation on Dr. Wolf. And it's going along, and <laughs> Sheila looks at him and goes, "You know, we we did our own research. This really wasn't necessary." Yeah, that's when he's like, "Well, I have a lot of time in my hands, and I don't have a lot of friends." So, <laughs> and it basically ends. It gives the history of how Cora uh, Wolf uh, learned about this undead virus thing, and and her experiences with it, and. Then it basically ends with the implication that Sheila is about to turn into a psychotic killer. Was it the red the, eyes the that red... he, while she was in the fridge? <laughs> yeah, right. well, it was the ominous camera zooming in on her at the fridge. <laughs> and I love the look on her face, like when she like, oh, she's opening the fridge and she looks over and she sees the camera, and and that's when he freeze frames it, like with her, like, what are you doing? <laughs> then gives her glowing red eyes, and she's like. Uh. <laughs> yeah, that, and, that and, went down a little darker than I thought it would. I should have gone another way. Yeah. <laughs> Kanye says, never apologize for your creative decisions, but I do wish I had come <laughs> <laughs> So then Cora arrives, and she has uh, issues with the human emotions. So the first thing she does is give Sheila a, a hug, and she's like, it's been a very long time since I've hugged another person. Am I doing it right? How's this? How's Do I need this? to go up here? This is too tall for you. <laughs> and then Dustin and I, who watched watched Better Off ten years ago, with where she's just this absolutely wonderful character, I'm looking at each other going, "Hang on." <laughs> it's a scientific monster. It's yes. awesome. Uh, oh, but yeah. So she basically takes them all through it and is just. Uh, well, I'm well, okay. So she does. She does um, confirm that Sheila is dead. She's never going to get better, as in like come back to life. But she does have a formula that can um, that can halt the process of her deterioration. Uh, the problem is, is that one of the things she needs is the bile of a pure Serbian, and that's going to take about two days to get because her bile guy is on vacation. 
Well, no, no, no. He Everything else she could get in two days. But with him, that was going to be the problem because he's on vacation. No, I thought she said it was two days because he was on vacation. No, everything could be shipped to her in two days. Except for the stuff vile because Except he's on vacation. And he doesn't care if that it's important. And it's really, really hard to get a good bile person these days. Because and he's more reliable than the last one. What was it she said? Uh, uh, stomach, stomach, uh, liquid people is more of a hobby than a profession. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's just... A, and, okay, this show for the entire run has had those kind of those throwaway lines where people just say something that is just completely out there and bizarre. And then everybody just keeps moving. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just a... Th- and a lot of that has ended up with Joel, uh, you know, re- with his reactions. <laughs> so he'll, he'll respond to something and say... I'm holding a book and... Oh, my God! Because <laughs> she's got this thing sticking out of her neck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So she's giving Abby an exam... Uh, and she's like, so, does this hurt? And she's like, no. Poking her in the back of the neck with a little... With a needle. With a, like, a foot long... Like a knitting needle. Like, yeah. yeah. And... (laughs) Does this hurt? No. Okay. How about this? Boink! And she pops (laughs) it through her neck and stick it out. She's like... A little tickle. (laughs) Screw it, I'm throgging my my throat. That's when Joel comes around the corner and he's like, oh, God! Was this necessary? Is this this is helping? And he does have so many great reactions, just just like like he's like all the little one liners, like you just oh, blah, blah, blah. what the yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he's holding the book, the Serbian book that he's been looking for all season. He's very excited, um, because it's the book, the book, the um, answer to the answer to his hopes in getting Sheila back to normal, which of course. Are not going to happen because she lives dead. Plus guacamole and oh right and, and poor Abby. Oh yes, after well, <laughs> she spills it. She's like everyone's looking around the book. They're looking. They're gathered around. Something glob of guacamole snacks down in the Still middle. Bought guacamole. Yeah. Safeway brand. <laughs> now when Safeway used to be uh, a chain in Kansas as well. Okay. And uh, so every time I hear Safeway, I'm like, oh, flashbacks to my childhood. Yeah, Safeway, there used to be Safeways in uh, in Austin, too. There are no Safeways in Kansas. Uh, yeah, I think that Kroger bought them. Yeah, They're still out in California. Yeah. In, so. a, in any event, this has been your uh, grocery store digression of the night. Uh, so, yeah, guacamole on the book. And, <laughs> and that's when Dr. Wolf decides that Abby is not going to be much help. No, and that it's it's a good thing that she's put off you know, unfreezing her eggs. So, <laughs> so, so, by the way, Joel has also made a smoothie uh, for Sheila, and turns out there was a little bit of, there was a bag the of... The leftover of the Porsche guy. Okay, I so thought I, I finished him. No, there was a bag, I found a bag of his face behind the ice cream. <laughs> and this might have been... One of the best lines of the show. <laughs> There's just something about the phrase, I found a bag of his face. <laughs> Very few other shows can get away with that, honestly. That's true. Mm-hmm. So, so they got, they figure out, okay, they got all the ingredients, they got to get the bile of, of a pure Serbian, and Joel, of course, realizes that he's met one. Yes. Uh, he's met the, the grandmother of the school principal, 
Um, Wait, have we talked about the bat, though? Because... Oh, right. right. No, we do have to talk we've about got, the bat. We've got to back up a little on this one. Right. Slugger. <laughs> yeah. So, they, Sheila and Joel have to discuss the possibility that things aren't going to work. You have to consider that possibility. And so she says, how would you kill me? And this is not a question that Joel has prepared himself for. It's a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> it's one of those questions wives ask us. Guys, or whatever. just so you know. <laughs> And, and, and women as well. I mean, it, it, honestly, if your significant other, no matter what your gender, asks you, how would you kill me? Well, there is yeah, no good answer to this question. You're, you're is, screwed. That, there's no right answer. Yeah, there's no way to look at them and go, you know, well, honey, <laughs> I'd do it like this. Okay, no, don't do that. Just back away slowly. Are you saying it that way because secretly that's the way you want me to kill you after we have this conversation? <laughs> So Joel, of course, sits there and goes, well, I guess I'd take a baseball bat and I'd, I'd bash your brains in. And she's like, you'd what? <laughs> He's like, I knew it! <laughs> How do you... What's the correct answer? <laughs> <laughs> Put a pillow over my... Uh, uh, what no, is no, that? no, no, hold on. Okay. you got to sit there, what was it, brush your hair back. Right. Kiss her. Right. Take a pillow. Was it a silk pillow or something? Was it a floral something? pillow? I forget. Place it over her face. And then shoot her in the head with a pearl-handled revolver. Yeah. And he was like, oh, um, you end up in the same place. And she's like, my way is more romantic. <laughs> How dare you? And he's like, uh, there's no right answer to this question, is there? And then Dr. Dr. Wolf later, she's like, wow, I don't even, I wouldn't even do that to my rats. I, when I'm... I, I dim the lights, put on Mozart, and then... What was uh, give them some uh, gas. Yeah. Them, and then put a mint a flavored, flavored. <laughs> toothpick through their mouth. She's like, I've known you for five minutes, and already I want you to kill me. <laughs> oh, this But they show. had that little girl talk because she and him were getting frisky in bed, and she was getting more frisky at this point. Which the aggression? Right. Well, she's not getting a little, getting a little nibbly. Yes. Sometimes we don't want to be bitten. Okay. So, <laughs> while biting is often a personal choice in intimate relationships, there is a line. <laughs> and generally speaking, for most people, and I am not going to say that I have a com- my range of sexual experiences is so broad that I, that I, I could rule this out in the future. I'm just going to say it's very unlikely that the gnawing part is something that will go over well with most people. Yeah, we don't. You don't want to gnaw. I'm thinking. I mean, you know, I'm. I'm. I'm not going to say that that might be something you're into. I don't want to know. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I really don't want to know. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, anywho, um, they decide to go to the to the principal's grandmother's house, get her drunk, not take her to Magic Mountain, right, and uh, and then have her puke in a bucket. And this, the, the, well, the debate about it's hilarious because I think about I love roller coasters. I've been to Magic Mountain a million times. My first upside down roller coaster was there. Sure. And I have only been sick once. I'm the person that eats in line. Mm-hmm. That way, you make the most of your time there. Buy the food, get in line. It's the lines do are it, not short. And go get more food, get in line, and go. So, and I have been sick once at one of these places. It happened in Magic Mountain. Season pass, and got my funnel cake. 
did my first roller coaster, all of a sudden it's like, something just doesn't it feel right. It was the funnel cake. Mm. Never get the funnel cake. No. What's wrong with you? I mean, the park had only been open for like an hour. Yeah. Made it to the parking lot and left the parking lot a little gift. There you go. I'm Rest. embarrassed about that because I don't do this. But unfortunately, you're not pure Serbian, so you couldn't have helped in this situation. No. No, I'm a mutt. Also not helping in this situation is the argument about the baseball bat and the killing is still going on in the car. <laughs> and so when they get to to Baca's house, Baca the grandma, um, they're still having this argument. And she's like, I think, you're, I think you've got some anger. And he's like, I don't want to talk about this right now. <laughs> She's like, everything's fine, except your idea to go to Magic Mountain was stupid. <laughs> and she's like, oh. <laughs> so when they get to the door, they're like, snipe, 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 snipe. Baca opens the door. He's like, hi. hi. <laughs> we brought you a bucket. So she says, that's nice. Yeah, she remembers him. She remembers him as the guy who bought the nice box. <laughs> this is my wife. She bring me box. <laughs> no, but we've got a bucket. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> and <laughs> a few bottles. <laughs> and he pulls out the liquor. Oh, come in. He's not drinking. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, back at the house, Dr. Co- uh, Dr. Cox, <laughs> Dr. Wolf and Eric are creating the, uh, uh, the, the concoction. And Eric is kind of in hero worship her- uh, right, in paradise he's doing right a great now. Job. And this is his Super Bowl. Yes. It is. And Abby comes down to try and help. Well, of course, Abby. Everyone else is in lab coats. Abby comes down in her karate clothes. And <laughs> she doesn't have a lab coat. Exactly. Yeah, that's the problem. I don't and, even have karate clothes. And they're mocking her. Well, no, Doctor Wolf is mocking her. Uh, Can I help you? You're gonna <laughs> 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 the table. <laughs> the table into. <laughs> She goes, can you take notes? And she says, yes, I can take notes. She goes, good. I want you to go down to the, I want you to go to the store and get me a sandwich <laughs> and some chips. And she's like, fine, I'll go. And Eric says, hey, could you get me some never mind? Some nothing. I respect you. <laughs> so she goes down to the grocery store where? She runs into Regina. Ramona. Ramona. Ramona, she of the incredible life lessons. <laughs> There's an entire show where people every episode somebody stops by the grocery store and Ramona, Ramona sets them on their way. She walks over and goes, "Can I help you?" <laughs> My manager noticed you were staring at the chips for <laughs> a really long time. <laughs> <laughs> and Abby's like, "So my mom's really sick, and the doctor came, and I'm really unhappy, and I feel like nobody cares that you know." And everybody, everyone's got something to do except for me. And, and Ramona's just like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so Ramona basically gets Abby through the power of Ramona to realize that she needs to be thinking about other people. Mm-hmm. And she's being thinking about herself right now. And all her acting out over the last several weeks has been uh, her own sense of confusion and uncertainty to what to do in this situation. But her mom isn't. her mom is, needs help. And the doctor's here to help her. Right. And she's going to go home and help. And Ramona's like, all right. Great. This this toothpaste is in the wrong aisle. And she leaves. <laughs> this should be an aisle to five. <laughs> so Abby goes back to the house. Mm-hmm. And just as Eric and Dr. Wolf are trying to figure out if the, the first 
injection, which I didn't understand. I, I guess there's going to be a series or something. Apparently there's a process, right. If the first injection will work on a human, they don't even know because she's only used it on rats before. Right. And they need to, te- they wish there was some way to test it to find out if it was going to cause seizures or whatever in a especially, human. Especially considering that Sheila could have seizures forever. Right. Because she's not alive anymore. Until she gets her head bashed in with a bat. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> We're trying to avoid that. So Abby just like takes the syringe and injects herself. And, and they're like, oh my God, what are you doing? I'm being selfless. And she's like, somebody's got to do this. We have to test it. Oh my God. And she starts convulsing. <laughs> oh my God, let me grab my medical bag. And she's like, oh no, I'm just kidding. And they're like, oh, that was not, that was not very nice, Abby. And she says, no, no, you know. I just, you know, come on. Yeah, I had to, I had to do it. I mean, you guys set it up so be oh my god! And she starts convulsing. And they're like, oh no! my medical bag! <laughs> and she's like, no, no, I'm just kidding. And she's there like, okay, that's 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 a little much. And she goes, no, no, it's just fun. Oh my god! And she starts convulsing. And, like, <laughs> and then she falls over. <laughs> she's like, no, no, I'm just kidding. And Eric's like, you are really committed You're to committed. this. <laughs> Your commitment to this, our dedication to this. And Dr. Wolf is like, I really hate you. <laughs> I hate you very much. <laughs> and Abby's like, no, no, it's fine. Oh, my God. It's just convulsing. He's like, stop. She goes, no, I'm fine. <laughs> oh, these people. This, you know, for all for all that, that we built this whole podcast and, and Dustin and I have been writing about this stuff forever with Walking Dead, I'd be perfectly fine if this if this was just you know if we were talking about season seven of Santa Clarita. <laughs> you realize that we could have maintained it. I don't know if you can even we've been it. we have been talking about The Walking Dead in some form or another mm-hmm. for like seven years. Yes, that's a long, long time. Yes, <laughs> and we still like each other. Well, <sighs> more or less. I mean. We keep having to have somebody come in to be a buffer. That's right. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it's just safer that way. There's witness. Make sure you that haven't no... gotten into any fights since I've been no, here. No. You've got all your limbs still attached. I figure with that long, you've probably picked up a few times. Well, I, I personally go with the slow-acting poison. Right. So. Tim, I mean, how would you kill Dustin? <laughs> slow-acting poison? <laughs> Did I not just say slow-acting poison? And Dustin, how would you kill Tim? <laughs> this is like the fourth Tim. Yeah. <laughs> I, have, I have a series of clones. <laughs> I, I've known him for a while. Yeah. I mean, this is not like, you know... <laughs> The fun part is showing up after he's killed the previous one and going, oh, nice try. <laughs> I got a whole vat of bees. Yeah. That's why I don't have a weed whacker anymore. Yeah. Well, see? <sighs> Anywho. But we digress. So, um, unfortunately, Baka falls asleep. She passes out before she can throw up. Because the idea here is that Sheila can't get drunk. <laughs> Therefore, she can drink all she wants, and she can drink her under the table. I guess American women are just better drinkers. <laughs> She's like, oh, oh. Only <laughs> thing American women are better at is complaining about sleeping with the boss. <laughs> and they're both like, that was really <laughs> oddly specific. <laughs> <laughs> And the principal comes down. He's like, what are you people doing here? And he's like, 
Well, we're having drinks. She's like, Grandma, you can't, fucker, you cannot be drinking in the morning. <laughs> Last time you threw up, and she. <laughs> How many drinks did that take? That, that way we know when to stop. <laughs> People have to go. She's like, No, they are going to stay. And she's like, You're a terrible roommate. <laughs> and your food's greasy. <laughs> oh, what did he dance to by himself in his room? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Uh, good show. Very good show. So, anyway. Baka passes out, and so they're trying to magic mountain her in a chair. They're spinning her around, trying not to get taking her to throw up. Well, let's bring magic mountain to her. <laughs> and uh, it's not working, so uh, Sheila decides to confront Joel mm-hmm. about how, about how he's feeling like. Um, well, because there's a dinner party tonight that they're missing as yeah. well. And so it's all the we're things. They have a margarita fountain. Right. And so there's, yeah. she's like, you have to admit that you are, you have to admit that you are upset about this stuff. And that you're, and he's like, I'm fine. And she's like, no, you're not. And that level of violence that we're talking about not wanting her to go into, that, that uh, feral state that mm-hmm. she's sort of just going into it. And, <laughs> and he's trying to stop her, but she's just kind of like attacking, kicking his patoot. His his sweet patoot all over. <laughs> and they're breaking the house. And Baka wakes up. He's like, oh, what's happening here? Oh, yes. He's like, oh, it's the man with the, it's the nice man with the box. Yeah. And then Joel's lying on the floor. And he's like, help me. And he wants to be dragged away. <laughs> I just, I love scenes like that because in my mind, I immediately flash to what the filming of that looked like. Oh, yeah. And what it, I just know, you know that it was Timothy Elephant laying on the floor mm-hmm. in front of the old lady and the two big burly teamsters, one with each leg, <laughs> you know, just like yanking him. Well, or, or at the least, they put him on one of those little rolly cart things <laughs> and they rolled off either way. You know this show had to have so much laughter going on on set. Um, you gotta hope. Oh, you gotta yeah. hope because I see the bloopers. You you think that it, I, either like okay that's not funny enough, and you're just like ah. And you kind of wonder how much of this stuff, if it's all, if it's all completely scripted, and the writers did a really fantastic job, which mm-hmm. we are pretty sure they already did, obviously. But if it's also the kind of show. Where some of these lines, especially some of the throwaway lines, just came completely out of the actors themselves, just right. riffing on it, and that could be very fun as well. I mean, that's just it's it's that kind of show. As the fight goes on, Joel grabs a stick, and it looks too much like a baseball bat. Right, and they both <laughs> ready to defend himself. And they look at each other, and he's like, "You're right. I'm not okay. I don't want. I was holding on to the hope." That you could be cured, that we could have our life back, and now the way I know we can't, and all I can hope is that we stop this. It doesn't get any worse, and we have to keep killing people. And I don't know if I can do that, but I'm gonna try because, because I love you. Exactly, and, and we're, we're friends, and you're a good person, and I like your hair, and sometimes you smell nice. And the sex. The sex apparently is very good. Well, who knows? <laughs> now now we need to be real careful with that. 
Well, they could take him into a whole new level if she gets a muzzle on or something. Well, yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, the fight has drawn the police. And so Joel tells Sheila to go, and he will try and induce Baka vomit and then follow her, but the police come in and tase him. And he gets taken to some psychiatrist, who I guess he tells a little bit more than he should, because he gets, like, like real committed. Like, committed, like, real, real, real life. Like, yeah, you see the guys in the white, the white coats come for him. Right. Meanwhile, Sheila gets home, and she and Doctor Cook has Doctor Wolf has left, left all of her equipment and all of her stuff so that the formula can be completed. But she can't be there just in case the police show up because there's body parts all over the house. Right, she's got a business to run, and she can't she can't get arrested. And Sheila asks Abby to lock her in the basement, which she do. And so yeah, I need you to chain. I need you to chain mommy in the basement. <laughs> right. So it kind of ends. And it's a great scene because it ends with Sheila sitting on a bed in the basement, and her phone rings, and she says, "Oh, the house on Whatchamacallit with the Whoozlewutzits. That's great. Unfortunately, tomorrow is not good for me, um, but maybe next week my husband or I will be free." And, you know, it was the best, probably the best delivery from Drew Barrymore we've seen all season because she didn't do that question thing. Uh, but it was still just like, you know, great. So maybe, maybe my husband or I will be free to terrorize the neighborhood well. with the murders. <laughs> Uh, so that is that is the end of the season for this show, and we've had a lot of fun watching it. We have, and I think that, like I said, it'd be more than happy if we were actually, you know, seven seasons in, and we'd be laughing a lot more than we were were at The Walking Dead. Uh, well, here's hoping we would. Well, that's here's, true. here's hoping that season seven of of uh, of Santa Cleary to Diet isn't. I can't believe they fed Abby to the dogs. <laughs> they fed her to the dogs and they made us watch. Probably not. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I, I don't know. You could, what, maybe two or three seasons? I think realistically you could maintain yeah. something like this. I don't think you'd be... In any event, we're looking forward to season two. Mm -hmm. um, it was a lot of fun. And for those who have sort of... I mean, Drew Barrymore, the last thing I really think I paid attention to Drew Barrymore in was... I don't know Charlie's Angels. Yeah, that seems about right. I mean, it was past, that was that was after the Adam Sandler stuff, right? Yeah, I think good. So. That's good. Well, she did another Adam Sandler movie really recently where they all went to Africa. Did they? That did was she? super okay. bad. Oh, well, I I don't think Adam Sandler. I'm pretty sure that Adam Sandler has stopped making movies. No, she's pretty sure that Adam Sandler has stopped making movies. <laughs> okay. Uh, right. In two right, world, um, he has stopped making Adam movies. Adam Sandler doesn't have a multi-million dollar deal with Netflix where he's been making movies. Thank God, because he's terrible. Well, why week. would Netflix do that? I mean, that's yeah. awful. So clearly that can't possibly be real. He's aiming no. for a certain age group? Which they one? Are <laughs> <laughs> the stupid <laughs> age group? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Does anybody younger Sorry. than us know him? But I digress uh, into Adam Sandler... Uh, yeah. The hate? No, not hate. So much as just sadness and <clears throat> disgust. There really. was a there was a path, but Adam Sandler didn't take it. Oh yeah, it was a path where, well, he continued to be entertaining. 
There we go. That's the path. So Drew Barrymore uh, continued to be entertaining, and uh, and now she does this. And Timothy Oliphant, who again, most people have no from his more serious roles and his more violent roles, of course, Deadwood, mm-hmm. um, among other things. Give him a baseball bat. Give him a baseball bat. <laughs> and here he is, just really, really funny. So I've had a good time. Yes. Yeah. I so, enjoyed it. It was like I said, it was an easy binge watch one yeah. Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Loved it. So thank you for listening to this week's episode of Zompocalypse Now. We are very happy that we hopefully entertained you as well. And, of course, we would like you to rate us and comment if you now could. Now it's your turn to entertain us. That's right. Say write us. a comment and, and, and tell, tell me how you had killed him. There we go. Yes. Yeah, there we go. See? <laughs> See, now there's a reason for you to comment. Tell us how, how you would kill us. And that we are not setting you up either. Right. No. It's not no. in this is not a This is not a sting. And we do not know where you live, and the police are not outside right, and if you right do now. It's okay, Carl. You're going to be fine. We'll read it, and we'll give you lots of props. But you can do that on podcast.com and iTunes.com or anywhere else you find us, because we show up at other places, oddly enough. So if you'd be so kind that we would love that. Um, you can also listen to our other podcasts on Sci-Fi For Me Radio. But why would you do that? Because they're awesome. Right. Um, you should listen to this one first, though. Uh, but Sci-Fi for Chicks, yes. um, we've yeah. got uh, H2O, we've got Echo Chamber every now and again, we've got all sorts of neat stuff um, you can listen to, and we hope mm-hmm. that you will. We will see you guys next week. Thank you, Dustin. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, Mindy. Thank you, Tim. And we thank you, of course, for listening. We'll see you guys next week. This has been a presentation of HorrorForMe.com. Copyright 2017 by Flaming Dog Media, LLC. All rights reserved. No portion of this program may be retransmitted without the express written consent of Flaming Dog Media. You're listening to Horror For Me Radio. <laughs>